are we on? We're on. We're on. Surprise. Surprise and welcome. Welcome. Uh, if, I imagine if you're listening, you probably already know who we are. So do we do introductions? Well, we could. We could. Well, All right, we'll, fine. Go. All right, I'll go first. I'll because twist, twisted your arm. Yeah, well, Off I mean, you, you invited me, so yeah, I will. I, I have to. Uh, well, I'm Tom. You are Tom. Surprise. Um, I don't get any awards for my name, but Josh Thomas did once tell me that there were so many Toms in his life when I when I met him. I believe he said all the important people in his life were named Tom. It was something along those lines, yeah. I, I did say... Now, Josh Thomas, if you're listening, you can correct us here, but it did seem like a flirtation. It did, Well, also, we had lost... We, at the show, we were bidding <sighs> on the... Remember the cupcakes? I remember. Now, this is like 10 years ago, but we were outbid on some... Peanut butter cupcakes? Yeah, that Josh Thomas had made himself. Yeah. But what we realized we were doing mid-auction was we were actually accidentally bidding against each other. And we were sitting in the same row. We, we, yeah. we, we didn't plan the bidding very well there, but someone else won anyway. We just helped raise the price. It went to a charity. Yeah, exactly. So we, were, we helped a lot with your auction there. Also, and we're really getting quite tangential. Do you remember he forgot his lines and everyone thought it was a bit? And he was like, what did I just say? And I called out what he said. And then he was like, thank you. And carried on with the show. He was really appreciative. Yeah, because no one was telling him where he was up to because they thought it was part of the part of the set. Sorry, my mic is... Oh my God, that's so much better. Is it better? Yeah, heaps better. Is mine okay? <laughs> yeah, yours is good. We, this is a trial run. Um, we should tell people. We should... We should um, well, I'll let you introduce yourself as well, and oh, then yes. we'll get to uh, part of the things that have led to this trial <laughs> being quite <laughs> late in the afternoon now. Yeah, much later than we had anticipated. Uh, so I'm Zoe, and for many years I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really feel I vibed with that name, but now it's mine and I love it. Um, that's Z-O-E with two dots over the above. Zoe Dots. Zoe Dots. Mm-hmm. Which I adopted myself at the age of eight after Zoe Wanamaker, who plays Madame Hooch in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I remember this. And yeah. it's dark. And now even the baristas put them on there for me. So that was a good decision made at eight years old. See, I, I didn't know that you had adopted that yourself. But I, I do obviously know about the dots above your name. But I didn't know that that was a... Yeah, they're not official. Really? They're not on the birth certificate. They're not on the ID documents. They're just a little affectation I've adopted myself. Wow. Is it on your license? No. See, in my contacts in my phone, you have the dots. Uh, in every other way and realm, I have the dots. Wow. That Sorry, my mind has been blown and I've known you for like 25 years. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> um, that's all. That's probably all you need to know about me and the rest will be a slow reveal. Yeah, it's going to be a slow burn. Um. <laughs> While we work out what we're doing. Yes. Well, I mean, there's a vague sort of... It's not that vague. There it's, is a premise. There is. Um, And... But I, I have something to say about the premise. So do you want to introduce the premise and then I'll... Okay. So the premise of this podcast and what we sit down and talk about is this kind of idea that as funny people, it's our job to entertain those around us um, by simply living in the world and reporting back on what we what we see and what we observe and what we experience. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing that we as best friends are responsible for doing mm-hmm. is pushing each other a little bit um, indeed, and just running past each other some things that we want to try, things we want to give a whirl in our lives and just saying, is this a, is it, is, am, I, am I crazy or is this a good idea? Yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this before I do this thing? Yeah. And then we do the thing and we report back. We do. We... So we're going to keep doing that, but also occasionally recording it. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely a, a high point of my day when I 
sit down and I, and I type out in my messages um, all the bizarre things that I've been up to or even just the uh, mundane things. The munda- Also, when the mundane is turns into the unexpected, we quite enjoy it. We do. We appreciate a, a story that's come from somewhere you didn't expect it. Mm. Mm. So we, we had sort of, we were going to keep a list of little challenges to mm-hmm. give each other um, in order to create content, which we probably don't even need to do. But when I was thinking about that, and reading all of the news lately, I had a, a small epiphany and I thought, are we just accidentally being the Try Guys? Are you familiar with the Try Guys? I'm unfamiliar. Oh, Say more. The Try Guys are some sort of crew of men, um, American, I assume. They could be Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> Is that racist? And and they try stuff out and they YouTube about it. And they've been in hot water lately for I don't really know why. But anyway, one of them's left the group and so there's been a fracture the Spice Girls have broken up they're not getting back together Um, and I assume he's been cancelled for some reason or other I don't know Ooh, and that cancel culture she's she's got a sting yeah yeah I'm not sure I fully believe in cancel culture being a thing like maybe you deserve the sting but anyway I have I'm not sure how I feel about cancel culture yet I'm not sure I have I told you though that I'm quite sure that my late grandmother Gwenma invented cancel culture she, you told me she was the queen of cancel culture. Yeah. I'm quite... Well, I don't know if she invented it, but yeah, definitely the queen of cancel culture. Yeah. I mean, this is basically what I think about cancel culture is it's just another word for what people have done for ages. Sanction each other, boycott, whatever it is, um, put a fat wire on something, avoid something they don't approve of. And that seems like part of human society to me. Um, the internet's just made it more visible. I'm actually not mad about it. I'm not mad about it either. <laughs> and it, it, obviously it's quite hard to do because JK has just published her big fat whinge book um, mm. about cancel culture and where she truly canceled, surely that would never have got published and my mum would have never bought it and read it. What does your mum have to say about it? Because I'm always curious to hear her insights. Uh, not the best one okay. of, of the Gail Braith series. My grandma says best avoid. Oh. Mm. Wait, anyway. was it your mum or your or both? Well, they both. Both, yeah. all right. Both. And they had um, similar views, similar opinions? Yeah, I think it's just got this like tiny text, which most people who are of the age that read these novels um, find difficult to read. And the text is of like IM conversations or gaming conversations or something, which also has no relevance or interest to people who tend to be of the age that they're reading these novels either. So mm, maybe okay. JK does need to consider who her fan base is now because... It ain't the Harry Potter crew. No. We dipped out. We've said no more, actually. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Which you might come after us. Back in your box. Mm, sorry. <laughs> Get off the box and back in it. Yeah. But what is a podcast if not a soapbox? I mean, it is a platform, that's for sure. Yes. Mm. Anyway, sorry. We- it's a, actually a platform <laughs> that I don't listen to. That. I know we've talked at length about this. (laughs) Yes. So there is going to be a hypocrisy here about recording them when I don't listen to other people do them. I'm almost certain you'll never listen to a single podcast you make with me. Oh. (laughs) Or that we make together. I'll I'll do a little bit of a a screech through to see what it sounds like. But other than that. Okay. Just for like reflection purposes only. (laughs) Maybe I'll listen when I'm old and I start to dement. Wow. What? (laughs) (laughs) Play the tape to the end. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, fine. Fair enough. Um... Okay. So that's us and that's the premise. That's us. Yes. We Look, we took a bit to get there, but I'm actually pleased. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't set our fans up for, and I, I do use the term fans. <laughs> um, we shouldn't set them up for any kind of surprises. It's about, um, what was it when we were, what was it you said before? 
What did I? A slow oh, burn. A no, slow reveal. That. No, not that. No? Um, expectation setting. Oh, we want a lot. Yeah, we wanted to manage expectations a little bit with our introduction here. Yes. Um, the, there is a vague premise. There's gonna be a lot of chit chat. You will need to expect the the chitting and the chatting. <laughs> we could be very different people one recording to the next, depending what time of the term it is. Yes. Because um, we are teachers. We we are. And in we opposite ends. do measure life in 10-week blocks. I don't know how to do it otherwise. No, I <laughs> don't know how to do it otherwise either. And I realize it's probably aggravating to people who aren't teachers. But right now we're in week two of holidays. So we're feeling good. We're fresh. I've had a lot of naps. We're in full denial about the term to come. In fact, I'm pretending it's not happening at all. Yeah, yes. which is the denial. But... So we might be in a similar place to many parents, full denial. Yes, I think for quite different reasons. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, but feeling fresh, not feeling, feeling fresh. bedraggled. No, it's a good day. It's a good day. We, it did take us probably two hours to work out how to record the microphones onto the computer. <laughs> so we're already a little bit hysterical. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we had a um, a little bit of a run around trying to organize our, our headphones. Um, if you have never recorded with um any kind of professional recording equipment, which by the way, we actually have surprisingly. I, look, <laughs> this isn't what I thought you were going to rock up with when you said you were bringing a podcast mic. I thought maybe it was just going to be one of those ones that you set between two people that is really just an external mic for it. But no, we have, I feel like I'm in some kind of radio environment. Look, it's a real setup. It came in a suitcase. It it came in a hard shelled, <laughs> very trendy suitcase. Uh, yeah, that was an expensive. Did you buy suitcase. that especially? No, I Okay, no. that that would be too extra. No, that's a bit much. I, w- I actually would never. You would never? <laughs> I would not. Oh, I think No, okay, If you got fine. professional enough and you could claim it on tax, you would. Hmm. I know I mentioned it earlier, but I probably I was very 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 close to claiming our set, current setup on tax. Yeah, because we did all of that distance teaching where yeah. you need the setup. Which by the way was completely miserable. <laughs> what a miserable time. <laughs> it's a completely different game. It wasn't it was not what I'm here for. No. Did you want to kick us off with something off your list or do you want Uh sure. Okay, let me look I I have a list also but it only has it basically has two anecdotes and a question for you. A question that came up for me um, while I was recently traveling in an airport. Ah, okay. And it's a question about menkind. I cannot I'm wait. I'm going to save it for the end. I really hope that I can shed some insights. Yeah, I'm just curious. Look, I might not be able to, but I will, I will try. Um, look, I've got to be honest. That's my, a big list. Well, that's my list from me. So um, just for our fans, this, is, <laughs> this podcast has been a long time coming. Um, and I think it was peak lockdown last year. That we decided we should actually, yeah. we could make content together. We yeah we did uh, we have been saying it for quite some time, but it has taken us almost exactly twelve months to arrive at this point. I think it probably is exactly twelve. Probably months. exactly twelve months. The world has been wild. Look, there's been a bit going on. Yes. Look, I don't know. Um, maybe you need to call somebody or have someone call you. But you know, there'd been there's been a few accidents. There's been mistakes. Milk has been spilt. Yes, but we're not crying over it because we're here now. We're here now. Um, okay, so I actually have two. I actually have three lists. Okay. How are the lists categorized? Well, one list is um, from our number one fan. Okay. Who Shout out. Shout out to um, Lily T. Uh, And we actually just ran into um, her significant other, Kyle, this afternoon. (laughs) Um, May they stay together forever. Because can we say? Can we say two dream boats? Two dream boats. We love them. Um, 
so one is one is from Lily, and it's a list of wonderings that Lily has, mm. um, which were probably more suited to the earlier versions of what this podcast was sort of meant to be. Mm. Um, do you remember originally our kind of idea was about feeling like a bit of an imposter in our sort of mid to late twenties? Yeah, we were going to call ourselves the Imposter Report, but mm. did we find out someone's already got a podcast named that? No, I don't think that was the case. I think I we just it was the Imposter. Yeah, maybe it was. Um, so no copyright infringement intended. So if we've that's you. changed tack, and um, that's not to say we don't feel like imposters. I anymore. definitely do. Most, um, m- not always, but most days. I find there are spaces where I feel very, very much like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fishwick Markets, one yep, of them. That's a place. That's a place where I am in my element. Bus Depot Markets. <clears throat> they might all be markets. Actually, I also feel very in my element, like I'm in charge at the Woodworks Cafe in Bungendore. That is our, that we go on a sacred pilgrimage to this mm. particular cafe because we feel like if we don't have brunch there once every 10 weeks-ish, mm-hmm. something terrible might happen in the world. So it is a bit of a sacred kind of trip. And it was a sort of um, indicator, an indicator of normalcy. Yeah. So when early COVID happened, the Woodworks being shut was a sign that the world was in trouble and Mm -hmm. we they took their time reopening i think after the sort of slow ease of the first set of restrictions because they just weren't confident that it would work for their business model or whatever Mm -hmm. so it came to be that we knew when the woodworks was open and you were able to sit down Mm -hmm. and have a ceramic cup for your coffee that that meant everything was okay at least for the time being. Yes. Yeah. So in that moment, if you can go there, you can sit down and you can have your coffee in a real cup, things are all right. It was a it was an honest to goodness relief. And we've held on to that up. Yeah. notion that, you know, if things are feeling a bit shaky in life, we go there and we have a cup of coffee. We actually do have um, plans to go there later this week and I'm looking forward to it. We do. We might have two greyhounds with us. Um, it's, that's true. Both recently acquiring dogs. Yes. Um, it's... A thing of excitement. It is a thing of excitement. Um, um, one of the funny things I sort of found was that, you know, my mum was quite reluctant for me to get a dog initially, um, but sometimes throwing in conversation about babies. So I thought, and I, I raised this with a colleague, Kelly, and she said her mum was similar. Hopefully Kelly's mum's not listening. Her mum was similar in that she really didn't want her to get a dog, but she did want her to settle down and get married. Um, and it seems like a bit of a hypocrisy there. That also, to me, sounds like a little bit of a backhanded jab. Um, <laughs> At me or Kelly? <laughs> Kelly's mom. Oh, from Kelly's mom. <laughs> no, sorry, from Kelly's mom oh, to from Kelly. Ke- yeah, well, that's what mums are for. It's important. Do you know, I, um, I this very day, mm. am collecting slash acquiring my greyhound. Today, this afternoon. Today, this very afternoon. Uh, maybe in about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, look, I've... I've received a message yeah. to say that the eagle has landed. Oh, he's ready. He's ready. Ready for collection. Yeah. So, How um, are you even sitting here so calm and collected? I have composed myself. You have? Ready for... Because I've been looking forward to this for so long. So long. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm acquiring the dog this afternoon. Yes. Um, and I've kept his acquisition on the very, very down line. Oh my God, does your mum not know? My mum doesn't know. Does anyone else outside of your household and me know? So my household knows. Yeah. You know. And I think I think Bron knows. Bron knows. Because I had coffee with her this yes. morning. Yes, yes, yes. And she needs to know what's going on. Obviously she'll support. Yeah. Oh, wait, she was very excited. So we get to... Oh, you get to do a reveal. Yeah, big reveal. Are you going to do... 
Are you going to save the reveal for after your two-week trial period or whatever it is? Mm. Or are you going to reveal and say, but we're on trial? I'm not sure. Maybe mm. that could be a little challenge. Maybe I can report back on that. Yeah, we do need to also report back on how the dogs go together because as best friends, we need our dogs to become best friends. Yeah. Obviously. Which I'm certain they will. They just need to work out each other's vibe. You've I'm just got, writing that down. Writing down report back dogs. R- report back on dogs. On dogs. <laughs> dogs. Important content. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So Lily has a, she has a list of sort of wonderings she to does. do with being an imposter. Being an imposter. We could start there. We could start there. Maybe these will resonate with some people. I don't know. Do you ever wonder these things? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe our fans will be into it. We don't know. We're not sure. Mm. Look, it's very early days. We're going to, we're going to let you guys tell us where to go next. Are yeah. they really getting? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're, we're going to do what we want. Call us on. <laughs> Maybe we'll make an email or like a Twitter or something. Do people use Twitter? Make a Google form. You could tweet Jamboard. Jamboard. (laughs) (laughs) Some kind of lame teaching tool. Mm, A seesaw. A seesaw. I hate seesaw. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. So our wonderings. uh, The first one there resonates. (laughs) Can you read that? With almost everyone probably in this economy. How do I have no money? I mean, that's a fair question. How am I working many hours a week and More, have no money. Yeah. I'm working 1.7 FTE. I should just, I, I'm quite sure. No, it can't be one point. Definitely at least 1.5. At least. Which for those of you. Full-time equivalent. Like who, you're doing yeah. the job of one and a half people. I am. Like I'm working between 54 and 60 hours a What's week. What's the most number of kids you've had in your room lately? In my classroom. In your classroom. Like the number of kids you've had at once in one gaggle. I wonder if, um. Do you, can I reveal that? I, yeah, because it's just factual. It just happened. It just happened. We're not yeah. saying anything about it other than this is the number of kids you've sometimes had to supervise. In one classroom? In one space. 109. No, nah, not about it. And I should point out, I do teach kindergarten. That's 109 kindergartners yeah. to shepherd. Yeah. Herding cats is the phrase that comes yeah. to mind. That was that was a very unique situation. Look, but that's <laughs> the situation other schools are in. Mm. Um, and... You know, it's allegedly being addressed. And so fingers crossed for that. But that is yeah. what it's been like. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm fortunate that mine are like 17 and 18 and they largely organize themselves. That doesn't happen for me. No. no. There's a lot of executive functioning that yeah. I perform for everyone else. Mine can, <laughs> mine can toilet. Mine can read an instruction. Mine can do an activity independently. Yeah. That is something to look forward to. Yeah. They do vape a little bit. Um, maybe they're doing that in year six for how you. Do you how do you address that, the vaping? Well. Just say no vaping. Yeah, well, depends where you see it. If you see it inside, that's a real that's a real no-no. That's a big scathe. If it's on the school grounds and it's not meant to be, it's just a put it away or I'll take it. Because for me, I feel like it is the uh, the transgression is twofold for me. Mm. It is the the you know the act of like kind of like smoking. Mm. You know the nicotine consumption. They definitely is, don't think of it like smoking. Yeah, uh, I, yeah well, they may not, but that's so yeah. that's one fold of the transgression. The other is the um, the smells that they produce, which yeah, to me gross. is almost akin to walking by the year nine boys' bag racks. Uh, that is a... Look, like that's the a Lynx gr- Africa smell? <laughs> that's a gross generalisation. The BO Lynx Africa. Uh, it is deeply unpleasant. If, if you were a child of the sort of 20, 2000s to 2010s mm. in high school at any point, the Lynx Africa is potent. Yeah, you know, and and look, I hate to stereotype, but I'm going to do it only because I lived through this and yeah. I remember it so clearly. 
um, the Year 9 boys in a haze of Lynx Africa, the Year 9 girls in a mist of impulse the body spray. impulse body oh, spray. Yuck. But the ones who thought it was deodorant, it is not an antiperspirant. It's not? It, it, it's not. It's not doing you any favours and you are killing the asthmatic kid in the corner. Yeah, she's Samantha. She's 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 not coping. She's got seasonal asthma. We've made her up. That's not a real human. Yeah, look. Um, but yeah. she's got seasonal asthma and she's caught it last week and she's not coping. <laughs> she's not coping. She's not all right. I've killed him. Um, check on <laughs> check on me later. Check on Tom um, later. Anyway, um, anyway, as an asthmatic, he's allowed to laugh at. I'm, I'm going to laugh at that. Um, I am a maybe asthmatic. I did mention. I was my about to team. ask. How did you go with the you know the suspected asthma? Well, I just got myself an inhaler and it helps. So yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's all we need to know, right? Yeah, we yeah. Seems to be worse in winter. Maybe you have seasonal asthma. Maybe I have seasonal asthma. Okay, ch- hold on. Let's change the name from Samantha to Zoe. Zoe's yeah, got seasonal Zoe's, asthma. Zoe's not okay. And the Impulse the Girls line. have Ooh. destroyed her lungs. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm just opening my notes. Okay. You you asked me to save a story. I did, please. Um, Which was, we were discussing the film Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, which has, and I always forget her name, but the one that Severus Snape cheated on in the Christmas movie about love. Do you know, I don't... I Love, actually. It. Yeah. Um, Emma Thompson. Yes, okay. Okay, so we got there. I always have to go in that circular route to remember Emma Thompson's I would name. never have got there without you. <laughs> uh, and I've got to stop saying um, I've realised as well, in the podcast. I think it's fine. Leave it in. Okay, leave it in. Hopefully we'll get out of the habit. At least I'm not saying like all the time. Have I been doing that? No, we've been doing really well. We're on. That's because we're we're teacher on. We're teacher on. And also it's been quite the runaround to get here. We got all the swear words out already. We did. In the car, twice. So you wanted me to talk about this film. Um, If you haven't seen the film, it was, I would say, almost sneakily pitched as a cheap laughs rom-com. When you you looked at the trailer for it, you know, the film, the plot of the film was clearly... Woman in, I'm going to say, and I'm sorry, Emma Thompson, if I get this wrong, 60s. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I in the book? I think that's definitely in the right. Yeah. Uh, woman in 60s, no longer partnered, in the film turns out to be widowed, who has never had a big O. A big O. Never had a small O. Oh, the poor thing. In fact, never really had satisfying, intimate relations of any kind. Uh, and she seeks the help of a professional. I mean... A- I feel like if I was in my 60s, that's what I'd be doing too. A beautiful young man named Leo Grand. Mm -hmm. And she says outright to him, I don't think we should aim for the O. It's not going to happen. But good luck to you, Leo Grand, if you want to try. Good luck to you. And they negotiate, uh, I suppose, different sort of getting to know each other and all of that thing. There were a few teacher jokes in there, which I found a bit uncomfortable. uh, Because she was an English and religion teacher, perhaps. Uh, a few teacher jokes about teachers being a bit buttoned up and a bit, <laughs> I don't know, pious or something. Oh, okay. A bit repressed. Well, maybe if she was a religious teacher, maybe, maybe. she was a bit pious. Well, we're not sure. Maybe, we maybe. don't know. And Context is required. And the film is really, it's quite amazing because it's only got the two characters. There's one supplementary character later on in the film and it only takes place in one set, which is the hotel room. And... Not to say that I identify with this at all, but she routinely gets exactly the same hotel room, like the exact one, so that everything's exactly the same. So she can control everything about the interaction and feel as relaxed as possible mm. to try and move toward uh, the O. 
I see. Yeah. Okay. So it just follows them, just every interaction, every meeting, until some kind of rupture happens and they stop meeting. That's basically the film. Really well scripted, Mm -hmm. really well acted for two actors to carry a whole film of just dialogue. That's extraordinary. Between them Mm -hmm. and a few sneaky scenes, but mostly they cut away. (laughs) Okay. Mostly they cut away. Um, So it is actually just the dialogue and the tension that builds and builds and builds. But I went to see this film with my mum and I'm going to call them the Pilates crew. They don't all do Pilates, but they're all know they're all attached to someone who does Pilates. They're all Pilates or Pilates adjacent, <laughs> basically. And they're a lovely group of women, really beautiful group of women who basically adopted my mum when she was widowed. Mm-hmm. And they always do something for each other's birthdays. And mum's birthday activity was to go to this evening screening on a weeknight of Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. I made this strategic decision to sit on the end so mum could sit between me and her friends and they could elbow and giggle at each other and talk about objectify this young man, basically. And most of it was fine. The teacher jokes, a little bit uncomfortable because everyone thought they were very funny. Um, Ah, okay, yep. And they particularly thought it was funny when there's some interactions between her and an ex-student who is sussing out who she's in a coffee shop with at the Uh, end. So that was quite funny. We've all been there. Have we? Mm. Not, not with a, no, no. not with a professional no, sex no, no, worker. Not in, no, not no, in that way. we've not been there. Sorry, no. What I meant, <laughs> we've all been <laughs> sussed by someone school related yeah, in an sorry. unusual context. What I meant was, yeah, people you know from a school context, yeah, yeah, happening upon you like on a like a date or something, yeah, like yeah. Or, or a nurse or someone doing your bikini wax. Yeah. Or that's probably not happened to you. <laughs> that's not happened to me, no. And they want to do an impromptu parent teacher, but that was that I... time in the doctor's surgery. <sighs> The doctor's surgery. (laughs) When I lived and taught in that small town. (laughs) Yeah, the living where you teach business. I would say don't have skeletons in the closet because they'll be found. Yeah, you've just got to set them alight. It is all out (laughs) to begin with. Tell everybody everything about you. (laughs) Probably a young person's game for that reason because I imagine skeletons in the closet you like acquire as you age. You definitely collect them is my suspicion. Yeah, you collect them as you go. So that's something for us to look forward to. Anyway, so I've I've watched the film, um, really enjoying it, tiny bit uncomfortable about the teacher jokes and then right at the end they've cut away for almost every intimate scene mm-hmm. so that you don't see anything glorious um, or uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. right at the very end, you do have to watch Emma Thompson full frontal noodle, noodle, nude. Mm. Full frontal noodle is a great phrase though. Freudian slip there, <laughs> perhaps. No, sure. I was thinking full frontal noodle is when the like greyhounds all up in your grill. Oh, they are definite noodles. They're they lounge, are noodles. They're couch noodles. Um, full frontal nude, standing in the mirror, Getting the O herself. Oh, let's say. Without Leo. No Leo, he's left. She's just in the mirror and she's making it happen herself. And there's no uh, non diegetic sound. It's all, it's all diegetic. Very quiet, very calm, kind of powerful scene. Is that eye contact? She's looking at herself in the mirror. So, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Because you're sometimes in the mirror and you're sometimes looking from over her shoulder. Hmm, okay. <laughs> And good on you, Emma Thompson. Very powerfully acted. Wow. Wouldn't recommend seeing with your mum. Or the Pilates crew associated with your mum. Or the Pilates crew. 
I think that was my favorite bit. I was so excited for you to report back on this, knowing they full well it. who you went to the movies with. They loved it, but we all thought we were in for a bit of a, a bit of a sort of ho- like a silly kind of mm. rom com, and mm. it was actually, it was a really moving uh, wow. film and a quite a serious film in lots of ways. So it put all of the funny bits in the ads and tricked you into something that was quite thoughtful and meditative actually. So that's my other comment about that film. Thank you so much for reporting back on that. Bit because of a I've been waiting for this story for some time. You have. I have. I've been very patient. This is August this was, so what are we now? October. It's October now. You've really waited. You you haven't changed your calendar, I can see. I I've been thinking about doing that for days. Three days, probably four Three, days. Well, How many days are we into October? The of October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's my story anyway. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. Thank you for sharing. Thank that's you for our, sharing. Do you know what we say when we do news? Now, I've banned news for about the last six years. but Because <laughs> they never have any good news. Oh, they bring toys in and I cannot stand it. I do know what I used to bring in for news though. Was it the guinea pig? Yeah, the guinea pig or the hermit crabs or the mice. I remember the hermit crabs. Once I brought in a poisonous toadstool. In a bag, obviously. I do you. I don't think you were in my class in kindergarten. No, I was in Mrs. P's class, the, and then I was moved into Mrs. H's one too. Ah, uh, yes, our lady of our lady. serenity. We love her. We love Mrs. H. Um, I was in Mrs. K's class. Yep. And I brought in, and I I was so thrilled with this news item. Okay. There, was, there were two of them. They were matching. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> They were chicken's feet. What? <laughs> that was... Oh! Where did you... How? Well, actually, they were rooster's feet. They, were, oh. <laughs> they had the extra claw. Had you eaten the rooster? I think so. I think from memory... A bit of coco van. <laughs> a casserole. A pie. I, ca- I can't remember. I'm sorry. If you didn't grow up on a property and have excess <laughs> roosters, that's confronting for you. What I remember is... Um, I distinctly remember having to put on a rubber glove and pulling the insides out. Yeah. I recall that quite yep. graphically. I would have been, I would have been five. Yes. I was in kindergarten. A core memory. It, it's a core memory. As they say. There are, there are three bits of this memory that I can remember very clearly. Okay. One was the hand inside the, like getting the And gizzards. it was still warm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still warm. No head, obviously. Nah, gone. Head's that's... gone. That's the first thing to go. Yeah. Um, apparently the next thing to go is the gizzards and the last thing to go is the feet. What I remember is... The word gizzards. <laughs> Do you know, you know that like, um, I think my dad used to call it Parramatta rope and it's like that yellow and yellow and blue, blue yeah, rope. Yeah. And like you just get it from the heart yeah. It's like plasticky almost yeah, in yeah. texture. It's yeah. definitely, it's like made of nylon. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember that being strung up between the back veranda and mm-hmm. a tree mm-hmm. and I remember the chicken's feet. Hanging from the rope with wooden pegs. <laughs> <laughs> and I just decided this is not the only dead part of an animal I took for news either. I mean, with my live animals, you with your bits I took... of animal. <laughs> Do you take a dead lizard? No, I took a snake in a jar. I like that. I think that's interesting. <laughs> Snake in a jar, that would have interested me at news. So it was definitely, it definitely belonged to my pop. And I remember it was just, it was just in a mason jar, like a large mason jar. And it would have been um, a baby, like yeah. brown snake or yeah. something. And it was in a jar of, I don't know. Formaldehyde or something. Metho. Yeah. I think it was like metho or like maybe turpentine yeah. or something. Good old terps. And it had, it had turned white, obviously, because it had been in there. Yeah. For, I don't know. This is, 
This is like anyway, the, yeah. this is the nineties. Do you remember how the chicken's feet were received <laughs> when you got there? I I Do you remember actually, doing the news? I actually I remember. That was the that was the third part of the core memory is me delivering the news with the chicken's feet in a slap lock bag. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Can you imagine a kid bringing you chicken's feet in a snaplock bag now? No, but one time. this And this was when I started banning news. Okay. Embracing myself. My as long as it's not a turd in a bag, I'm okay. No, it wasn't anything like that. It actually... Somebody, it's a risk. It someone seems. had been to the beach. Okay. Uh, okay. And this is... this is. I promise you, this is, is not going to go how you are expecting okay. it to go. Okay, okay, <laughs> Someone had been to the beach. And anyway, they'd come back and they'd brought a whole bag full of shells. That's, mm-hmm. You know, that's what you do at the beach. Mm-hmm. And they're doing news. And I, I will never get over this. Um, you know, it was it was preschool. So it was that formative time when, you know, you say, oh, you know, if you put this shell up to you, you can hear the ocean, all that sort of stuff. Yep. <laughs> you, I know you're not going to believe this, but this absolutely happened. Okay. Do you know what crawled out of one of the no! shells? <laughs> No, what crawled out? The biggest spider oh! you can imagine. Did it go into someone's ear? It was on my hand. Ooh. And, you know, I don't... Our fans probably don't know this about me, but I do not like spiders. I'm okay with a spider, but I don't want it as a surprise when I'm hurting children. I don't want it to touch me ever. No, okay. I don't even like it looking at me. Like, I, I'm okay with them looking at me. No, nah, not interested. I can coexist with them, actually. No. <laughs> Do you remember when you stayed at my house and there was a spider in the bed? Yeah, in the pond. <laughs> yeah. The pond is a, a room that was The pond is green. the guest room. Yeah. It's just painted pond green. Pond. <laughs> I think my mum had asked for like a nice sage green. My dad just heard green and painted it any green. That was a long time ago. And we've been meaning to repaint it for 20 years. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember why I was there, but anyway, yeah. You're obviously just having a cool sleepover. No, but that was another reason why, like, I don't like the spiders being near me. Because when I went to bed, that spider was on the other wall of the pond. (laughs) During the night. (laughs) At the night time, I was like, I woke up in the morning going, where's the spider? Where's the spider? And I couldn't see it. And I was like, okay, fine. Out of sight, out of mind. And that... (laughs) No. (laughs) Little did I know it was... In the sheets. <laughs> Both we found you warm and snuggly. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that's a fair enough reason to ban news. Yeah, no. So I feel. Like I've, it's a hazard. I've banned it since then. And I've also banned glitter. Which, I, you know what? My mum says things about... She's like, you know, that's so mean. You can't be banning that from the little kids. They love glitter. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, you have got no idea what... How powerful 30 children with glitter... With glitter. Like, that's... Yeah. We don't mm. need that level of power. Like, so you, you, can't you had three it. children in your home, yeah. not, th- not 30. Not that I've got them in my home, but... I also think, isn't glitter bad for the environment now? So oh, you yeah, can just say is. we're not doing it for uh, that reason. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did have another... I had another anecdote for you. Okay, That came share. from my travels. Um, and it, it goes like this. I was... I hadn't traveled for quite a long time, actually. I was in an airport on the return leg of the journey. So heading home. And going through security, as you do in this airport, and the security man, it's quite busy, there's quite a queue, is saying to everybody before their bags go through the scanner, um, no aerosols in there, are there? No aerosols in your bag, just checking no aerosols in your bag. And everyone has to confirm there's no aerosols in the bag or that they've taken them out already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So everyone has to give this verbal confirmation. No, there are no aerosols in my bag. The woman in front of me goes through with her partner i assume boyfriend 
could be I think they were boyfriend girlfriend by the looks of the sort of age and the dynamic they were mm-hmm. boyfriend girlfriend I trust your judgment and <clears throat> he had sort of stressedly dug out the aerosol from the duffel bag that he was carrying and put it in separately and put them through she had a duffel bag she wasn't carrying an aerosol so she just said no no aerosols to the security guard bag goes through I walk through behind her and the bags all stop which means they're having a good look at something mm-hmm. and they reach in they pull the bag out and security people sort of come either side of her and they go is this your bag and she goes yes and the boyfriend immediately looks panicked immediately because they take her away with the bag i don't know where they've gone she's now on that tv show customs or whatever it is border force australia they've taken her away he looks suitably panicked he stands for a little while on the other side with his bag just just looking like a deer in headlights and then he, the, he sees the queue for the coffee is quite long. So he does what any man can only do in this situation. And he decides, well, I'll queue up for coffee. Surely she'll be back. And then I've already done something good, I guess. Yeah, I've ordered that none have got the coffee for when she returns. So he's in the queue. He's in the queue for a long time. And as he moves forward and forward in the queue, he can, he's continually checking his phone and just starting to sweat. Like he's thinking maybe she, she, he looked so panicked. I thought maybe he was having Chappelle Corby visions go through his head. Maybe in his mind, she was never coming back. Okay? This is an intense moment. It, it is intense. And I, I, he looked probably more worried than I thought maybe he should look. Okay. For someone who should believe that she's all good. Not got anything sus in there. It was yep. an accidental aerosol. She clearly forgot to take her own deodorant out of her bag. Something like that. Things or happen. sunscreen, aerosol Mr. sunscreen. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. on the coast. He, looked, he just looked increasingly pale and panicked. Like was like made. We were in Australia, not Bali, not Thailand. Okay. Then she returns. She returns carrying her bag, and in the other hand, a men's deodorant, which she strides up to the table that he's sitting with the two coffees, just puts on the table, sits in a chair, and turns it back to him. He's put the deodorant in her bag and not told her before they go through. <laughs> And I immediately understood the panic on his face because as soon as they took her away, he realized what he'd done. He's like had this horrible flashback. Yeah. He's put that in her boogie board bag. Like he, that mm. it was him. She, she believed she'd packed her own bag and there were no aerosols in there. And he neglected to mention he'd clearly smushed a couple of his things in there that didn't fit in his own bag. And no, it wasn't Lynx Africa. So I watched okay. a relationship crumble. Like they did not speak before they got on the plane. She took the coffee. She took the coffee. Rightly so. But back turned. Whoa, that is a mm, <laughs> some serious energy. <laughs> He's made a mistake. He made a terrible mistake. He made a terrible mistake <laughs> and he knew it. And that's why he was sweating. Wow. That is the sweat. I love that that story went somewhere completely different to what I expected. <sighs> Can you imagine? I I would be so livid. Furious. I'd be fuming. Furiola Lola. I bet they made her go and unpack all of her stuff just to sort of <clears> make, <throat> a, make a point out of it or something mm. like that. Ugh. Anyway, I almost felt sorry for the guy until that moment. And then I was like, nah, nah. that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> you made that bed, my friend. Um, and that led me to actually this, because my question about mankind is from the airport also. Oh, okay. Sure. Specifically from the airport toilets. Um, mm, okay. This is something I've noticed women doing, and I just want to know if men do it also. Okay, please. Something is quite 
I find quite normal and uh, routine occurrence in a women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that is a little bit of a competition between two people who start washing their hands at the same time to see who can be the better hand washer and who's going to give up first. And I'm trying to work out if this is a new post-COVID phenomenon, but I actually think women have been competitive hand washing for <laughs> my millennia. whole life, <laughs> millennia. And I just want to know, do men do this same thing? Do you know I do actually have some insights on okay. this? <laughs> Which I want to know, is this a gendered phenomenon? Okay, so... Oh, whoops. My experience of this has been almost the exact opposite for men. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. Now, I can't speak for all men. But no, I, obviously I'm not. I'm going to speak for the ones I have witnessed yeah. in public You've restrooms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, what I would say is that there is definitely a lack of competitive hand washing. <laughs> in fact, sometimes <laughs> there is a complete lack of hand washing Ugh. at all. Why? I know. So, in fact, I... What I like to think that I do mm. is I do make a point of striding over to the mm. basins, making sure everybody Use sees me, get the soap yeah. in whatever way it comes, whether it's like, you know, you've got to push a forward. Foam or a push forward, or a... Whatever it might be. If the first one's emptied, you try the other one to get the soap. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm making an effort to get yeah. to get some suds. Yeah, right? they're getting the soap. I, I want them. I want them on my hands. Um, it's more more we effective want than, yeah. than hand sand. Yeah. I want it lathered. Yeah, you're exactly right. So I make a real effort to make sure that people notice me yes. getting. <laughs> Do you? You're actually trying to inspire. I am a bit more hand washing <laughs> in the men's lose. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you've got a man at home, what we're saying is, could you encourage him to wash his hands? Please wash your hands. And I think that it is far too commonplace <laughs> for <laughs> it, the way that um, some men think that. You don't need to wash your hands because you've just done a wee. No, Sorry, that's not a fact. That is actual lies. That's not a fact. No, absolutely not. I'm not having it. No, this is, oh, yeah. I'm shook. <laughs> and I shouldn't be, but I, I was trying to be optimistic. I was trying to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be reproducing gender stereotypes. Um, but you're saying on the regs, you witnessed some people that could do with a bit more active hand washing. Uh, yeah, I would beg for it. I, I I would like, if Christian Hull's listening, Christian Hull's insight on the hand washing of men because yeah. I feel like he's got something to add. He, he, I'm sure he does. Is there anything he doesn't have to add to? And Tanya Hennessy, maybe if you're Tanya listening Tanya Hennessy has got a man at home, but I she strikes me as the sort who, she's, in a, she's a Priceline ambassador. She strikes me as the sort who is encouraging hand washing. I think I get the impression that she is all about cleanliness. She's expecting it. Yeah. She's expecting the hand washing. It's non-negotiable, people. Wash your Just damn wash hands. Just wash your hands. With soap. It's, yeah. mm, mm. I'm, I'm not happy about it. Mm. Thank you for asking. Anyway, that was my... So we have <clears throat> almost the opposite happening, but I do... I quite enjoy the competitive hand wash. Usually I win. If not by length, by technique for sure. Okay. I was going to ask, what are the criteria for, for winning? So, like, is there a rubric? So you definitely want, like, coverage. Yep. Okay. Um, you want the vigorousness of the scrub mm-hmm. of the actual movement and then length of time as yeah. well. Singing happy birthday twice. It's, and that seems like a long time. It's the appropriate amount of time. If you were raised in a drought, that seems like too much water. But what I can recommend is get a bit of water to lather, mm-hmm. do some lathering, let the water stop and then re-go in for a rinse. 
Yeah, even better if you're in one of those public restrooms that have the sensors. They're yeah. great. And if you can't see us right now, we're weirdly both miming hand washing, <laughs> which you can't see us. I don't know why I said if. You actual factual can't see us. Yeah, look, there's there's definitely no hidden cameras here. No, but I bet we are doing some funny hand gestures during this. I haven't noticed. Little I think I do it quite a lot. Miming what we talk about. That's because we're on and we're teaching. Yeah, well, when I teach, mm. my hands go everywhere. Everywhere. I, I'm always accidentally whacking kids in the head. I've like, winded oh, so someone sorry. just by speaking, <laughs> just by making an exclamation and my fist going out. Yeah. With yeah, gusto. I do that all the time. Mm. Sometimes with whiteboard markers in my hands. Oh, and they fly? <laughs> do yours fly and it looks like you threw it at a kid? Yes. You have to explain? And I go, can someone go and get that for me? And they're like, oh, I can get it. Oh, so no cute. No worries. Can you turn the lights on as well? We don't know how. Mine are just like, ease up, miss. That's what mine are like. Mine, <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this, but mine have been addressing me as either best teacher oh, bless or handsome teacher. No, they've not. <laughs> have. Oh, <laughs> who's I, taught them this? I thought you, about stopping you it. Haven't, like, have no, you have No, it wasn't me. Um, no, it really wasn't. That sounded like <laughs> but it actually wasn't me. Um, I do tell them funny things, but that that really got me. Like best teacher, and I always say, you know, I'm literally the only teacher you've ever had. You are in yeah, kindergarten. I, 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 like I'm the best child of like, my family. As an only child, that would be true. It'd be hard to not be. <laughs> It'd be grim if you weren't. I know, grim. <laughs> um, but yes, the the designations for me have been quite unexpected mm. but i have appreciated the small ego boost from little people that is adorable yeah it's very nice of them oh bless them mine occasionally point out my outfits one of them yelled at me what did she yell the other day i like your fit zoe mine call me zoe mm-hmm. and i said fit you like my what because i'm old mm. and her friends laughed and she said fit and i went like outfit and then they all laughed harder and i felt somehow like i'd come away both with a compliment and a bit of a smoosh to the ego Wow. Okay. Did you ever find out what the fit actually meant? Have you got all over Yeah, fit means outfit. Oh, it does. I was right. They just thought it was funny that I had to work <sighs> it out. They just no. watched me in real time kind of knipped. Sorry, that's a bit rude, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they are the cool kids. They sit. I'm not going to give you more details, actually, but they are the cool kids. Just ask They're them. They're cool kids. They're probably yeah. vaping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it or I would have told them off. Mm, okay. <laughs> but they definitely weren't vaping. They were just checking my fit. That's fit so check funny. as they say i i don't know if i shared this with you but i actually got a birthday message from one of my students on my birthday how they're six yeah it was um on a platform that is absolutely not meant to be used for that <laughs> <laughs> and i how did they know oh well because we do the calendar every day oh and, the, you know, and, and the, so we keep yeah, track of everyone's birthdays and, like, the world and your birthday's on this day and they were counting how many yeah. days and whatever oh bless them and um Anyway, so it was on um, the app that my school yep. uses to communicate with families. Yep. And um, they contacted me at 7.30 on a Sunday In the morning? Night. Oh, oh. PM. <laughs> PM. And it was a picture and a video. No. Yeah, it was. Adorable. This, um, this student singing happy birthday to Aww. me. And the message from the parent. It was so kind. It was so lovely. And it just said, we haven't heard anything this weekend oh no we haven't heard about anything else this weekend except for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and so the picture was of a card of the student had written for me and the video was them singing them, which i thought was so sweet i love that they pestered their parents for, until 7 30 on sunday night 
about their teacher's birthday. I think that's adorable. I, I thought it was very nice. Mine did sing to me, which was cute. That's I appreciate that. Yeah, a song. Well, it was very. Nice. I had did have excess birthday cake that I'd brought in for them, so I think they maybe felt obliged to sing. Look, I think just accept. Is it. that any different to a regular birthday though, of just anybody where people you provide cake? There's a cake, so people have to sing, and then they get a piece of cake. Is Maybe. that not just mm. capitalism? Like you have to just sing for your supper. You have to sing for your supper. Yeah. Wow. You have to sing for that. That's cake. a transaction. Yeah. Ooh, cynical. Mm. Maybe we should wrap up if I'm getting this dark. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Did um, you have anything on your list? Did we have anything that we wanted to finish on? Let yeah. me have a look at my list. Um, as you can tell, our fans are going to know that I was not prepared for this. As, <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> you've got lots there. It's just. There's a lot going on. Filtering through. Um, should we go off my list or off Lily T's list? We just you. Well, what have you got on yours? I'm interested um, in that. Okay, so we've got quite a few things here to choose from. Uh, some involve cleaning the shower and the dishwasher. Um, might not How be... often do you clean the dishwasher? Um, honestly, only if I see things in it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, okay, so that one was nice Ooh. and easy reinforcing um, each other there we don't know if that's right or wrong but we're we've agreed on it so that's how it's going <laughs> that's often how we make that's decisions. often how we make decisions hmm <laughs> personal filing system keepsakes cleaning out the shit i mean stuff this uh, is all you've got a list of sort of adulting related yeah these were a little things. bit different um i might apparently that. using the word adulting is one of the things the gen zoomers hate about us millennials Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. In the when they mm. take the piss out of us, one of the things they hate is that we talk about adulting. That's rude with two O's, <laughs> isn't it? It is. If you didn't have to push a button three times to get one letter when you texted, we don't well, want to hear about. Sometimes four if you wanted an S. You don't know hardship. Yeah, honestly, like don't come for me about adulting. I could text with my eyes shut under a absolutely desk. inside a pencil <clears throat> case, inside a pencil case, and not be you know your math teacher wouldn't yeah. know. But at the same time. Apparently, those phones we had, the brick ones, the Nokia mm. 3315s, cool mm. again. Are they? Yeah, they're cool. That's unexpected. They're cool to me. in like a, I don't know, anti sort of commercialism because they live forever and an internet detox way because you can only play Snake on them. My, one of my favorite memories about mm. phones in early high school, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like we came through high school in that time where. We were just making the transition from the phones that did nothing but call and text mm-hmm. and like minimal texting because it's a it's a pain. Mm. Um, transitioning to like more sophisticated devices, mm. right? Yeah, you know, you could take a picture and send it yes. or whatever. I'm a little bit pleased to have not been a young adolescent when you could take a picture on your phone easily. Me too, me too, because and you couldn't access the internet because that was expensive. Expensive. Like, sorry, I was getting twenty dollars credit a month. Which, by the way... Goes nowhere. It goes nowhere because a text message was 25 cents. Yeah. Remember those days? Ooh, oh, I remember those days. Or if you were all on Telstra, you the would 100 wait. cent te- 100 texts a day. Yeah. One cent. Yeah. yeah, one cent text. That was great. Um, anyway, my favorite part of that was when we all used to take the batteries out of our phones and swap our SIM cards around. Just for fun. No, well, you know, if your phone was flat or, you know, you couldn't, like, you didn't yeah. want to use someone else's oh, credit. Oh, you can't do that now. So with you'd, the... you'd take your SIM card out of your phone and, right. put, and you'd be like, whose phone is on Optus? Because my phone is locked to Optus. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, mm, I remember that. And being quite enamored with it as an idea. As it just a sort of... 
It's just, like swinging, but for SIM cards. I mean, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, thoughts to leave us with. So when I leave your lovely abode... You're going to pick up your dog. I am going to pick up my dog. Um, and for, for our fans, we are not in a recording studio as our very professional approach might have you believe no we are just in Zoe's wonderful house. yeah you can hear a buzz in the background which i hope you can't it's the fish tank but i find it a soothing buzz i you know what and it is cleaner than it was the last time i saw it which i is it I, it is ah yeah. it's about it's about dewa clean again i don't know if you've done anything to it but it maybe it's just because the light is different maybe. anyway also there was a plane that went over earlier and i you know was it yeah but oh. the door is shut now i was absorbed in our conversation. I okay, don't. thoughts to leave us on. So we need to report back on the dogs. Okay, so we're reporting back on the dogs. So me having a dog in my yeah. life, also not telling so many people in the my life. The surprise reveal of the dog. A dog. <laughs> and also, does the dog change? What does it change about your life? Because for me, the dog really just slotted straight in. For me, I don't think it changes anything except for... Um, I can't be pilgrimaging Pil- mm. is that the right word yes pilgrimage doesn't sound right doesn't sound I- good no anyway going on a pilgrimage. when i'm <laughs> when i'm making the long trek yes to um to bungandor where uh, we we originate from we do we hail from there yeah um i i can't be having surprise sleepovers unless you can take a dog with you well i often can but yeah. i would you have to check first. i can't just be leaving work and just no and- you have to go home first yeah, that is probably the only thing for me is you can't do the hang around from work until a social engagement. You have to go home, do the mm. dog walk, the feed. Mm-hmm. But I often prefer to do that anyway. So mostly it's changed in a really positive, enriching way. Well, yeah, because I the reason when I don't do that is because I'll go home and I'll probably like lay down because I'm and exhausted not get up again. and just not get up again. Yeah. But if I've got if I have things to do, that's yeah, fine. You got to walk the dog. You're up anyway. You yeah. haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. That's the difference. That's the key. If I've got things to do when I get home, I don't even take my shoes off. Ooh. It's like a psychological thing for me. Ooh. I leave them on. Actually, when we do netball, and I know I have to go back out to netball, I mm. immediately put the netball clothes and shoes on. Ah, oh, that's smart. Mm. I would be napping. So I'm already dressed. <laughs> okay, so we're going to report back largely on dogs. Largely on dogs. Um, anything else? What are we going into? We're going into term four, week one. Maybe we should be reporting back on managing stress because I am feeling, I know for me, um, I had quite a significantly stressful period okay so maybe mm. we're each try because we've both we both use the car map yes so I- maybe we need to try something additional on the stress front well the stress front additions for me would be including the daily walk with the dog yeah so that is huge that, i found that mm. really huge um as a positive stress mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing the daily walk also the cuddles Oh, yeah. I've heard that patting them lowers your blood pressure, which is good. That's a significant thing mm. for me. Mm-hmm. I might be trialing fish oil for stress, which sounds weird, but my mum sent me some literature on it. So we'll see. Something to do with neurotransmitters. What kind of literature? Like, like Reader's Digest or like academic <laughs> literature? Don't I, do Serena like that. <laughs> Real literature, medical I'm just, literature. I'm confirming. Sorry, I had a conversation with Bron about this earlier. Mm. So, well, they, they, Not about the fish oil, but about oh. like... You know um, what counts as literature? Exactly. Yes. yes. No. <laughs> we're either talking about choice or we're talking about real literature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So the fish oil for you, um, for me, it'll be the walks with the dog mm-hmm. and um, the car map. I've also been doing. It's kind of similar to the car map, but it's it's actually just on YouTube and mm. it's actually just um, 
certain sounds and frequencies. Nice. So like yeah, the delta waves. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not the person talking me through the meditation because I find that yeah. um, I have been on a meditation journey for managing stress for quite some time. Yeah. So I feel like I often don't need the, voice. the guide. Yeah. yeah. I don't need the voice to do it for me because yeah. I can do it myself most mm-hmm. of the time. So that is that is one consideration that okay. I am sort of moving into. Should we try, and I'm throwing this out here, mm-hmm. and it, it's a bit left field, you're not going to expect it from me. Should we try some sound healing? Can you say more things? Have you ever done sound, sound healing? I can't Okay, say so that. they run. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a legit thing. It's There are gongs involved. Um, <laughs> and you go to a place and you lie down on a mat and, and you meditate, but they, they play gongs for you. I'm imagining somebody just like running around with tiny cymbals. Okay. It's not, it's not quite like that. <laughs> I think we have to try it, to, but I'm, I don't want it to give you a panic attack. Like it could go either way. Just quickly, I sent you that meme this morning, didn't I? About no one. And it's like the person, it's Barbie laying in bed. And it's like, she's in bed. She's in bed. And there's four pictures. And the last one is, I'm having a bad <laughs> Yes. Okay. So look. That could be me. <laughs> we'll just place you near the door. Um, I think I'm going to look them up. I also would not. Oh, sorry. One more thing that I am yeah. doing to manage my, my stress and my, my anxiety is I am getting the routine remedial massage, ah, which is for, I do have good. a bad back. So no, and pain is stressful. Yeah, it is. And I do carry a lot of tension in my shoulders and my, in my body. So I've been doing that too. You can tell this isn't a Zuma podcast. Cause talking about our backs. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh my gosh. So the remedial massage, the re- remedial massage. The other thing that I would like to try, and I wonder if you're open to it. Okay. Um, this might be insane. And I feel like you're going to say no. <laughs> But I, okay, and I do you have to be nude for it? Not exactly. Thank God. Okay. Full disclosure: I got this idea from watching The Simpsons with my, my housemates. Okay. And I'm it, nervous. <laughs> I just think you'll hate it. I okay. think there's nothing. Ab- All right. Okay. Go on. I'll spit it out. Spit um, it out. Those astral float tanks. Oh no! I'd try that. I reckon you would try it. I like, don't get claustrophobic. That's not a thing that. I'm not as me. long as I know for certain I could I could. Get you out. can leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a really controlled environment. Yeah. Okay. May- oh, well, we've got some ideas then. Mm. We've got to go and give these a whirl. Give it a bell. Give it a, a bell, shell. <laughs> How do we wrap up? Out. We planned how to open a little bit. A little bit. We planned almost nothing, to be fair. To be fair. Also, uh, we'd like to hear from the fans about what our... Um, I will, I'm going to make something. Is there anything else we should try for stress is the other question. Oh, yeah. What else? What are you guys doing? Yeah. Uh, my mum's ringing, which is definitely means it's time to for right. us to wrap up. We'll get her on another time, but not we'll get, today. We will get her on. All right. And we need to get a theme song. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.